This episode is sponsored by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Jordan dives into the minds of fascinating people, from athletes, authors, and scientists to mobsters, spies, and hostage negotiators, all with the noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to operate better in today's world. Jordan's also got a fun weekly segment, Feedback Friday, where he covers advice on everything from escaping a cult or psycho family situations to relationships and networking to even just asking for a raise. Point blank, Jordan Harbinger is smart, funny, and easy to listen to. You'll be pressed to find an episode without excellent conversation, a few laughs, and actionable advice that can directly improve your life. You can't go wrong with adding The Jordan Harbinger Show to your rotation. It's incredibly interesting. There's never a dull show. Search for The Jordan Harbinger Show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Sheriff Quinny was tragically slain, but our other heroes escaped the Wild West. Butthole wished the surviving townsfolk to safety. Moss accepted a role as Sheriff of Tomb Slab Survivors. And Quinny again is, well, that one's dead. But what will happen now that these heroes are falling uncontrollably after a fart-powered teleportation? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. Juniper is dead. This is something, Quinny, that has rocked you in a way that perhaps you didn't anticipate because a with you know the other deaths you've you've been there you know you've you've whether it was you <laughs> uh or or butthole you you were there to experience it and there there was some purpose to it um but for juniper all you got was the the offhanded uh comment of of baba yaga before she disappeared and uh, rather than um, with with Butthole's death, where you're able to, or even Mudbutts for that matter, mourn with your friends, um, here you just have your your new quasi friend, uh, Reginald. Um, the two of you uh, spent a uh, a bleak night in uh, reunities, um, kind of processing this before uh, setting out in search of Keith, the portal wizard, uh, the next day. Uh, I guess what I'm looking for from you, Tyler, and you, Ryan, is what was the, uh, uh, what was kind of, uh, I'm using highlight in a very broad way here, but what was kind of the the highlight moment for each of you over that evening? What was the the spotlight moment is perhaps the, the better. Uh, yeah, uh, the highlight of hearing about Juniper's death. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, the highlight of the morning, you know, just like <laughs> if, if we had a grief highlight reel, you know, you're just showing Top the grief. three moments of the night. Yeah, greatest grief hits um, on nonstop Insta. Um, I think, I think Quinny might have been uh, leveraging uh, Butthole's uh, refilling uh, flagon of of mm-hmm. need. Mm-hmm. I think he'd just be pounding them back, pounding it down, pounding them back. All right, uh, and I think Reginald would have been very proud of himself when he got into the logic trap of we're going to hell. So if Juniper went to hell, then we can find Juniper. So he would have, thinking he was doing the right thing, uh, very touchingly tried to convince Quinny that Juniper was a terrible person. 
so he didn't have to worry, which I feel like would hit that, like, logically it would help, but emotionally it would feel really ugly. So yeah. it was just like a fraught evening of Reginald approaching being the right friend to have with you and then fucking it up and kind yeah. of circling both. Uh, and just like between gulps, like of like sucking in air, be like, she's a paladin, man. She's not going to hell, man. She's going to that other place. She's she's she was great. She was one of the great ones. She was good. Just like lifting his thing up and I don't know. The thing I've always been told by my dad was the worst kind of people are people that you don't remember very well. And I'll tell you right now, if I had to draw her painting or get myself shot in the head with a crossbow. I'm taking that bolt in the brain, buddy. I think straight to hell with that one. She, she's awful. She's awful, and that's why we're going to save her for you, because you like her. I I need to sleep, or I'm going to be sick. <laughs> hey, and, why not do both? I think that's where you're heading, buddy. Uh, <laughs> it's just like scoops him up like a baby and just walks him upstairs to a room. Um, amazing. So uh, as the door slams behind you... Uh, you you feel uh, the the scribbling of tiny legs as uh, Mickey the rat slips out uh, from uh, uh, kind of your your cloak and just says, "Hey, uh, Quinny, I'm real sorry to hear about your uh, your pal there. Uh, listen, I don't mean nothing by this, but uh, don't really want to be in your cloak if you throw up on yourself. So uh, I'm gonna go sleep over here. Is that all right? Uh... Yeah, all right, buddy. You you sleep it off. Okay, all right. We'll we'll go get him tomorrow." All right, go Junior Jays. Go Junior Jays. Okay. Uh, and then he just skitters away under a... <clears throat> just, you know, sleeps where rats sleep. I don't know. A magical Pixar wonderland that presumably exists between the floorboards. <laughs> um, and uh, Quinny, you're, you're kind of left alone to your your, your thoughts. Um, is there anything you do before you go to bed? Uh, I think I try to get up and I just like, whoa, and I just like fall, fall back down into the bed. Uh the, the mug is accidentally filled once again, and I just spill it <laughs> across the bed. I think, yeah. and that's Aww. the point where, where the door opens and Reginald comes back in and he's like, hey, so I know you got your own room, but you're clearly not doing well. So I kind of got to make sure that you like sleep safe. So cuddle buddies. <laughs> uh, and then he'll just kind of sit on the end of the bed in his armor. Just I was like, going to say like a, a, a hand comes up and a finger points at you. It's just like, Armor off if we're cuddling. It's gonna hurt. I don't want. I can't. Cooney can't hurt any more than he's already hurting. Well, take that shit off. Okay. Uh, and and he does. <laughs> he like takes his armor off, but Reginald feels weird with someone watching him undress. So he kind of dances a little while he does it, as though like that'll make it feel less performative, but it doesn't. Uh, and then he'll like lock the door and climb into bed, feeling a little bit weird about it, and uh, just kind of keep quitting on his side with like head, you know, facing away from bed, so that should mess happen, it won't happen on Quinny. Ironically, yeah. likely to happen like into the Pixar Rat Wonderland, uh, but yeah. Mickey doesn't know that, so that's fine. Um, and uh, with that, uh, the two of you fall into an uneasy slumber. Reginald, one of the first times. Uh, you have slept without your armor and booby traps. Um, you've, you've grown, man. You've grown. I did it as Quinny, but now I'm doing it as myself, and it's weird. Though I feel like Quinny is a booby trap that could attack me or an intruder at any time. That's fair. Um, <laughs> Acid spray. <laughs> after I, I can make uh, sharp things jump out of my body, so yeah. Yeah. Uh, after uh, an, uh, an unpleasant, uh, fitful uh, sleep, 
the two of you find yourselves at uh, the uh, just outside the clown themed uh, hotel here in uh, the inn here in uh, our, our fair town. Um, and uh, Keith, uh, the portal wizard, is uh, waiting for you uh, with a tiefling woman. Um, she has uh, kind of like a um, uh, bit of a, a, a like uh, excited and like eager grin, um, sort of a bluish black hair swept back over her horns, um, wearing uh, kind of like a uh, mid-length um, sort of like light flowy red dress that's clearly over like combat armor <laughs> like leather baked combat armor but clearly going for a bit more of a casual vibe and um keith the portal wizard uh is just like oh hey hey guys good morning wow you you had a time last night huh i can smell that from here yikes uh well uh hey uh, uh, thanks again for you know helping out and i'm really happy i get to return the favor uh, you guys, you guys are going to hell, right? That's that's where you want to go. Yep, yep. That's the that's the goal. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, we can do that. We can do that for you. And he's, um, like, he's like wearing like some Reunity's branded like sunglasses and shit. Like he's hung over. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you just look like a like a pop star the day after a show. Just like yeah, uh, sweatpants, like big glasses. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and. Uh, He's like, yeah, right on, right on. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, I might need some help uh, narrowing down which of the hells you're you're aiming for. Uh, but the good news is, uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna have a traveling companion uh, with you. Uh, this here's uh, and she immediately like steps forward, looks to the two of you, makes a very quick uh, decision, and like as she's putting out her hand to shake Quinny's hand, she sees the glasses and general aura, and just like arcs it off to the right to instead shake Reginald's hand, realizing she doesn't want it. Not in like a fuck this guy, but just in like a oh he looks rough. I don't really want to disturb him. Uh, and she just sort of thrusts her hand into yours. Uh, Reginald says, um, "Oh hi, my name's Vex Blackthorn. Really nice to meet you. Wow, I can't believe we're gonna be traveling buddies to hell. This is wild. Oh, I can't wait to get down there." Oh, I've sent so many people there. This is gonna be awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh, happy to happy to help out. Happy to meet you. What's your name there, big fella? Yeah, so my name's Reginald. But I mean, what brings you to hell? I mean, we've got some stuff to do for a person. <laughs> He's oh, this whole time. Reginald's just trying to figure out if there's a symbol of Manny somewhere on this lady to figure out if she's like team evil. Yeah, that's fair. Um, uh, and uh, she just uh, like kind of gives you like a come on man look and says well look I know you can't tell it from the horns or the tail uh, but uh, I've got some uh, some demonic uh, or devilly heritage you know uh, and um, you know this this might seem strange you may never have met someone who who set out in search of of their you know origins before but me I I just kind of want to know I want to you know I. I, I, I've been looking at, uh, you know, family trees and stuff, and I just can't quite trace it back far enough. So I figured, uh, what the hell, literally. <laughs> so I'm going to go down there and see if I can find, like, a great, great someone and be like, right, yo, well, who of you fucked a human person? Why did you do that? I'm glad you, know you did because I'm alive now. But, like, what even was that, you know? Do you know any names or anything? Because, I mean, this guy's been to hell. And he just, like, thumbs over to Quinny standing there looking like, the ghost yeah, like he just yeah. does one finger gun uh, like the other hands like in his pocket he's like 
Just like, hey, what's up? Oh, yeah, that guy looks like he's been to hell. Yeah, cool, cool. That's great. Well, look, yeah, honestly, um, I, 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 I found Keith almost by accident. Uh, I had one of those uh, minor enchantments that uh, you break in half and it kind of like leads you to the thing you want most in the world. Um, it didn't quite work, but I did find Keith. <laughs> so anyway, um, he said he could send me. And the good news is, uh, and she kind of like looks left, look, looks right, and then just like pulls out a, a small jangling satchel. And she's like, and I brought enough gems uh, to help make the ritual happen. So like, I mean, I don't know if you guys brought ritual gems, but it takes a lot of, of gems to, to create like a portal to hell. So, I mean, we could like go, go split seas if you want, or like half and half, or like, I don't know if you guys want to save yours, we could just use mine. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, do, do you guys have ritual gems? You know what? I'm sorry that I ever misjudged you. I think you're a great member of this party. We're going to help you find your your dad or or mom or, or both. It's going to be a great, great journey. I don't oh, have that's any awesome. gems. Okay. Oh, oh, you have like no gems. Oh, none. Didn't know we needed those. Oh, but I damn. got Keith. You know what? All right. This this is going to be a good deal. Also, if you guys have been to hell, that'd be kind of great. I don't really know where I'm going down there. Uh, Keith was asking which hell. I didn't even know there were more hells. Apparently, there's at least nine, but also more a lot more. Uh, I don't know. She kind of like looks to Keith and Keith is like, yeah, well, I mean, there's nine that we kind of know about, but uh, I've heard it on good authority. There's some other ones. So, and he kind of like gives a finger gun back to Quinny because <laughs> he, he doesn't really know if that's like a local greeting, but he's kind of into it. And he said um, this before and it, he knows it doesn't work, but he just says like circus hell. One of them is circus themed. Cir circus hell. Yeah. All right. Hang on. Let me show my helidex. <laughs> Uh, and he, he pulls out a um, uh, a small uh, like um, little wooden uh, wooden tube with a bunch of filing cards on it. And he just starts flipping through them. He's like, "Circus hell, circus hell, circus hell." Uh, no, uh, sorry, man, no circus hell. Although yeah, I, I the inn the I stayed in would have been circus hell to some. For me, it was awesome. Oh. All right, well, okay. Do you know anything about like the hell of many faces or? Like oh. Oh, yeah, the hell of many faces. Yeah, and he literally holds up a card that says the hell of many faces. He's like, well, yeah, 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 the, the uh, administratum, the hell of many faces. Administra, oh, you know, there was a big paperwork portion of that, too. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, no, they're big on paperwork down there. Yeah, this is uh, this is uh, hell uh, three and one-thirds. Uh, it's really frustrating. There's a whole bunch of, like, fractional hells that just kind of exist in the margin. Uh, but, uh, yeah, if this is what you want to go to, like, that's cool. I can send you there. We got the gems, so great. Let's use our new best friend's gems and uh, and and get this done. This is perfect. Are you, and then uh, I'll are you coming with go. Keith, or are you hanging and, back and here? She's like, oh no, 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 man. That that uh, look. I appreciate you guys saving my bacon and everything, but uh, no, I'm not. I'm not going down there. Are you kidding? The amount of paperwork you need to to do just to to get in is wild. No, no. Right. I, this is a one way trip, guys. I'm sending you down, but then then I'm on my way. You'll have to find your own way out. Oh, you're not even going to hold the door open for us? Uh, we're just popping in and out. We'll be we'll be quick. Yeah, cool. Listen, there's this guide called Tiamat, God of Dragons. Yeah, uh, people are always like, why don't you just leave the door open, Keith? Tiamat. Tiamat is why you don't leave the door open. Uh, you want Tiamat? That's how you get Tiamat. And honestly, man, I don't want Tiamat. So right. no, no, man, I'm not holding the door open for, for anyone. But uh, look, I uh, if you're going to the administratum, though, uh, I, I, I have sent some clients there before. One of them was very good at paperwork. He was an actuary. Uh, he uh, he managed to send word back. Um, I think I can drop you uh, near the uh, the shredding service. Uh, 
you know, they do a lot of paperwork down there. So, uh, you know, once they're done with it, it's got to go somewhere. And it means that these shredder guys, they're going in and out all the time. So if you're looking for a way into the administratum, uh, that might be the way to do it. That sounds good. And Vex puts up her hand. And he looks to her and he's like, uh, yes. And she's like, so I'm hearing a lot about shredding. Cool, cool, respect it, respect. Don't do it myself, but I respect it. Burning though, can there be burning? Mayhaps a fireball or two. And he's like, I, look, lady, I think as long as the, the files get destroyed, you can do whatever you want. And she just like very quietly, but very, very earnestly, like just, you know, one of those like success kid moments, just like, <laughs> yes. She's like, this is... uh this could be the best birthday ever. I'm really excited for this, guys. This is going to be awesome. It's your birthday? Oh, it's going to be tomorrow. I figured I'd celebrate it in hell, right? Uh, Okie dokie. Let's happy give birthday. them gems. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how I got that find your desire thing. It was a birthday present. Anyway, yeah, you're right. You're right. We should, we should. We can talk on the way. We can talk on the way. She just starts like spilling gems and Keith's like, oh, actually, no, okay. So like she puts them in like a big pentagram and when she isn't looking, he like quietly scoops them back up and just dumps them in a small, uh, small bowl. Um, and um, gradually begins kind of um, running his fingers through them and uh, whispering incantations. And um, sure enough, uh, it begins to glow and he sort of starts pouring it out in a swirling shape uh, on the ground. And um, soon enough, um, you can see just in that classic uh, Rick and Morty portal gun and or the video game portals fashion, uh, you can just see straight into... Um, what looks like just a, a, a massive mound of, of ribboned paper. Um, and uh, amidst it, a, a massive thresher kind of driving through it with uh, massive scythed blades, just sort of slashing its way uh, through the paper. And um, atop it uh, in a kind of like a, um, uh, sort of like a slightly off-white jumpsuit um, with kind of like blades strapped to either arm and kind of like a helmet with blades on it, uh, you see the shredders, um, and they're just happily driving their thresher, and um, they just seem to be going about their business. And uh, in in the far distance, uh, you can see, um, as you kind of like peek down and inside, uh, what looks like a massive towered city, unlike anything you recall from when you were last here. Uh, uh, Keith, you know about the administratum, do you? Oh, just a little bit, yeah. Has that always been there? And I gesture to the the cityscape. Uh, he's like, oh yeah, the archive stacks. Uh, no man, that's uh, that's all the new king's duty. Uh, yeah, he's been he's been quite busy uh, ever since he killed the queen of hell. Uh, you mean Moonhammer? Yeah, yeah, I think that was her name. There's Duella, and then there's yeah, Moonhammer. Yeah, 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 yeah. As soon as he killed her, I uh, started building those. Oh, shit. Uh, and I think oh, Reginald man. will just reach down and pick up the scythe that he knows was somehow related to Moonhammer and be like, so scythe? I think he's talking out loud now. <laughs> he's abandoned trying to be subtle about this. Uh, it turns out Moonhammer is dead, murdered by the one of many faces. Um, and uh, the the scythe um, uh, begins to, to glow, a uh, golden glow. And uh, suddenly um, uh, you feel droplets of, of rain begin to fall. Um, and soon it's, it's a furious uh, torrent 
of these golden droplets and you just hear a primal scream of no and uh as though you've been pulled by a hook uh off stage for bad jokes uh reginald the scythe yanks you forward uh with one hand you manage to grab queenie uh by the scruff of his neck as we've established you can do um and uh pull him through uh and uh vex uh is just like i don't know what this means but yay uh she leaps in after you and just as the portal closes, uh, you hear Keith go, wait, is this piss? Glad uh, someone said it. <laughs> <laughs> you aren't the only ones who are falling, though. Uh, elsewhere in hell, uh, Butthole and <laughs> Old West Veyroon Moss, um, uh, you are, are tumbling um, through... Uh, uh, a kind of a shattered void. Um, there is uh, an, an incomplete lack of of color, substance, or texture, um, which is alarming because it's it's like looking into infinite darkness, but the darkness is still somehow something. Like it's really unsettling, um, and you think you can see uh, almost um, uh, small tears and in some places massive rips. Um, through which you can see uh, other lands, uh, other other dimensions. Um, uh, Moss, for you, this is you know completely mind blowing. Um, butthole, for you, this is kind of like you've seen a bit of this before in other places. You, you understand you're seeing through the spell weave. Um, that you're actually seeing kind of the the alternate uh, realities as as they are, and you can see the effects the Great Collide is having as these these start to mash together. Um, but as you fall, you begin to pick up speed, uh, and suddenly what was a very leisurely Alice in Wonderland descent has become a, a full-blown plummet. And Moss, you can feel, um, as you kind of look back over your shoulder, you can see people beginning to fall away, uh, from the chain of, uh, of people. Um, the, the velocity is so strong that even with your massive troll arm, um, it's it's like a, a ragged flag um, beginning to tear and shred in a, a sharp wind, um, and as uh, the townspeople begin to get uh, begin to slip, uh, you see them fly through these cracks uh, into other dimensions. Um, it's a moment that is horrifying. You open your mouth to to scream to hold on, um, but you actually find that you can't breathe. Uh, there's there's no oxygen here. There's nothing in your lungs. Uh, you shouldn't really be alive right now. Um, and one by one, um, each and every one of them is is ripped away in this this mad plummet. Um, butthole, you see um, a massive um, red sand pit rapidly approaching. And as you you turn to mention it to to Moss, you see Moss holding on desperately to that one last villager who just looks down at you and can't speak because of the lack of air, but manages to mouth. Um, don't worry, deputy sheriff. I know you'll find us. Uh, and then they willingly let go and are kind of ripped up in a way. Uh, at which point uh, you fall through space and time uh, into a massive blasted hellscape. You fall through purple red clouds um, into air that that smells of of blood and diesel and brimstone, um, butthole. You're still uh, clutching onto Moss's hand, um, 
as uh, as you begin to plummet, uh, you you thought of Moonhammer, um, and a few times now this has happened and hasn't played out for you. Um, but you kind of thought you'd fall into like a circus tent or her palace or something. Um, but you you know this type of thing all too well. Uh, you can see from your your <laughs> rapid descent. Uh, the beneath you is an arena, a massive multi-tiered arena with um, sort of uh, large um, stretched uh, shades um, over uh, the various sort of audience stands. Uh, you can't quite tell from here, but it looks like it might be skin. Um, flags flutter in unfamiliar uh, uh, logos uh, and, and sigils. Um, the arena itself uh, is filled uh, with uh, what looks like a kind of a broken city, cityscape, um, but uh, all made of the sand. So similar to what you saw at um, the Mirage. Um, and uh, atop it, um, even from here, you think you can hear the sound of a, a furious and glorious fart. And sure enough, as, as you fall, you see two hammers raised to the skies uh, and a pile of dead bodies uh, surrounding the, the glorious Valkyrie that is Moonhammer. And as your, your heart fills with joy and, and your guts fill with flatulence, uh, you, you turn to tell uh, your new old friend, Sheriff Moss, uh, only to see her disintegrating in your hand. Um, she makes the face Laura is literally making, which is just a wide mouth and wide eyes. Uh, oh. And in your hand, you just, it's its a full de-rezzing Marty McFly moment. Uh, Moss, what do you say before you wink out of existence? Oh, I didn't save them after all. Uh, oh. And with that, oh. uh, she's gone. Uh, oh. Butthole, you fall alone, uh, landing in. Do you land in like an Iron Man punch, or do you land in something more ridiculous and appropriate too? I feel like it's a belly flop that almost does that cartoon thing where it's like two feet into the ground and he has to yeah, climb out. All, of the hole yeah, he made. well, you hit the ground and all the corpses jump up a foot, and then um, you, uh, I, you stagger, stagger to your feet. Yeah, he, he was he was ready for an Iron Man until she derezzed, and then he didn't quite get out of it because he was looking up. Yeah. Um, and uh, as you stand, um, the, uh, the, the pitch black sun uh, in, the, in this sort of high in the clouds uh, creates a dark halo around your God and mine, Moonhammer. Moonhammer, you look down upon your most favorite disciple. What do you say? Good to see you. Oh man, it's good to be here. Uh, what does she? What does she look like now? Because it's been a while since. Bud it Holt has been a here. while. So, uh, Alyssa, it's been a it's been a hot sec uh, since our, our characters have seen Moonhammer. When we last left you, you had ascended to become Queen of Hell. The hammers you had jammed into your stumps had uh, merged with your hands, becoming the glorious hammers of Moonhammer. Um, as you you shed your fleshy body, uh, all of your hair fell out, revealing your glorious baldness. Uh, and you just went like full Valkyrie. Um, but that was before you got fucking murdered. Uh, so it's been a while. You've been living rough. Um, I would say like, what does Moonhammer look like now with like, I don't know, a, a solid dose of like Mad Max, 
tossed in there? Like, what's what's the dystopian <laughs> wildlands uh, Moonhammer look like? Okay, so she has she has huge muscles, is like super vascular and veiny, including like her bald head. It's all just That's, veins, like but with like head. a tiny, tiny little bit of stubble happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. She's got a giant tattoo on her back of like two hammers <laughs> crossed. crossed yeah, yeah. <laughs> and her toga that she's wearing is like all ripped and dirty kind of like torn to shreds she's got like some leather like brown leather straps going around nice. awesome a little bit of and, xena action uh, going on there with the with the straps pardon if I remember correctly, Xena had like cool, like brown leather straps, like holding her armor together. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm kind of thinking. But it's like she's all dirty and worn, and like there's dirt on her face and on her stubble head, <laughs> and just so many veins. They're all. <laughs> Butthole's gonna look up at her and just say, "You look almost as beautiful as Quinny." Um, with that, there is a, a massive lark, and uh, a voice says, uh, hey, everybody, congratulations once again to Moonhammer uh, on winning round 5,872, the still remaining champion of this battle royale for redeification. Wow, I tell you, she keeps this up. She might just win herself a spot at god prom but till then she's got a few more gods to go through and uh-oh looks like there is a random whoa is that a foreign object in the arena in all my years announcing i have never seen something this shameful but as you know uh here at the redeification games anything goes so congratulations moonhammer guess you got yourself uh a third companion and Wait, uh what? <laughs> With that, a uh, a little uh, a little figure kind of peeks out uh, from behind uh, Moonhammer and and waves cheerfully. Um, this is a uh, like a small, uh, just like a small figure um, wearing what it, at some point would have been um, kind of like a uh, think almost like an Austin Powers suit. Uh, so like crushed blue velvet with like a rough, but it's also seems like this is like that, but has been through the same shit Moonhammer has uh, kind of plump. Um, think like the bunny from Alice in Wonderland. Um, but if uh, he was designed by Alice Cooper, so his head is a skull uh, and his ears are fire. Um, and uh, he just waves with a little bunny hand and he's like, well, hi there. Hi. Uh, I'm uh, my name's bunny hops. I'm uh I, I'm uh, the the first scribe and uh, uh, memory bank for uh, the goddess of Moonhammer. Well, hello, new friend. I'm Butthole. Uh, I'm you know a former king of a car. Just like and- jumps around in circles. He's like Butthole Farch. You're Butthole Farch, cleric of Moonhammer. Butthole doesn't know what to do, so he's doing the same jumping with the same hand gestures. Like Buddy Hops now each thinks other. this is a bit, so he has to keep going. Yeah, that's me, buddy. You figured it out. So, like, you you write down all of her thoughts or whatever. Oh, uh, yes, indeed. You see, when uh, our illustrious queen uh, uh, died violently at the hands whoa, of whoa. the one of many faces. Wait, what the fuck is going on here? This is insane. <laughs> she can't die. She's the queen of hell. That just means she goes back to the throne and keeps ruling forever because Manny fucking stinks. I figured out his contract. Oh, um, uh. 
my lord Moonhammer, would you like to explain that you died or shall I? I'll let you take this one, Bunny Hops. Okay, thanks, ma'am. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay, so here's the thing. Um, I, I'm very, and he takes his head off and he holds it uh, against his, his chest like a, like a hat. Uh, and he's like, I'm very sorry to have to deliver this news. Of course, his like, jaw is like, kind of muted by his hand now. He's like, um, but uh, the queen is dead. Long live the queen. Uh, the one of many faces and his, his squad of usurpers led by the one known as Bucky and the small, angry blue one known as Yevgenovich, uh, managed to kill our lady Moonhammer. And then he like holds the skull up and he tries to wink, but it's a skull. So eventually just gives up and he puts it back on his head and he leans and he says, but little do they know that Moonhammer knew they were coming for her. And this was all a clever ploy to get here. God hell, the hell for gods. Okay, wait, so, so like, this is all a plan because Moonhammer's still on top. We just got to do some chores or something, right? Yeah, the problem is she lost a lot of her memory when she got stabbed repeatedly, so that's why I'm here. She got me to memorize everything she needed to remember, and then I hid in a corner while she got stabbed to death. And then I took a long time getting down here, so I've only been here for the last, like, hundred or so rounds of of the redeification games so i haven't had a lot of chance to like catch her up on things it's almost like she hasn't been like if this were a show like on a show for like three years and so it seemed necessary to have like a little companion here to help add some information color and context okay that's good because i don't really know what the fuck happened with her either but i'll also say you know if, if you're not sure about anything i'm the guy who can fill in the details because i love that goddess yeah. Am I right? Uh, and he points at her as though he's like selling to acquire. He expects to respond. Alyssa, do you respond? I do know one thing for sure. I have to get back to Butthala. And he just like raises his hands and says, Butthala! Okay, I didn't even know that was a thing. This is the best day ever. And I say that even though a friend just disintegrated. Okay, so we got to get to Budhala. And have you thought about our my proposal? I, uh, uh, Bunny Hops, I, you, you obviously write down whatever happened. So I'd asked her to marry me the last time we saw oh, each I other. Oh, I know. What was her answer? Um, there's another trumpet. And uh, says, hey, everybody, well, I know you've been waiting patiently, but time waits for no one here in God hell. So Moonhammer, working real hard to become a goddess again, uh, looks like she's got her work cut out for uh, folks. I am proud to introduce uh, your, your friend and mine, um, Ferdinand the Righteous, uh, the fallen god of Hydra's. And uh, with that, a massive gate lifts at the far end of the arena and uh, wearing just the fanciest Disney prince garb you've ever hmm. seen, a Hydra fucking stomps out just with like little cravats on all the necks and like the big ruffs and like, uh, you know, the tails flipped up um, and just kind of like um, waves one kind of massive dino hand to the crowd waves the other massive dino hand to the crowd and then just screeches um, with, with its four heads. Um, 
and everyone applauds politely and the announcer's like wow i don't think you can say that on tv all right folks have a clean match everybody let's see who gets to become a god again and whose soul will evaporate uh and with that uh ferdinand the righteous uh fallen god of hydras um rushes into the arena plowing through buildings uh moonhammer you've gotten uh you stuck around here far too long. You've been in a lot of rounds of these fucking uh, redeification games. Uh, you will not stand for this. You're going <laughs> to kill this fucking Hydra and anything else that comes your way um, because uh, you need to get back to Butthalla. And there's only one way to do that, and that is to murder a fucking Hydra. Uh, what do you turn to Butthole and say before you rush the monster? I fucking love this shit. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Ah, so it's power you seek, is it? Well, I, Xanthus of Dum Dums and Dice, am more than happy to provide you with a little bit of that, and it won't cost you anything, unlike that accursed Dum Dums and Dice Patreon. I mean, over there, sure, you can give a dollar to join a Patreon-only Discord and talk to other fans of the shows, you can get ad-free feeds, you can even create names or even an NPC that shows up in the shows, you can even get your name in the closing credits, and all it will cost you is a bit of your, um mortal money. Of course, you could instead make a deal with me, and I could give you power the likes of which you could never even dream of. And of course, the cost is somewhat higher than a few of your mortal dollars, but after all, who doesn't enjoy a good deal? Well, if you do decide that you would rather spend human money than engage in the dark arts with me, you can of course go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, that's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E, or we could make a deal. And then you leap through the air <laughs> like fucking uh, Matthew McConaughey at the end of Reign of Fire. Just hammers in the air, full body leap. Uh, and Butthole, uh, what do you do? Butthole's just following, man. This is just Sun Scythe Hammer up 
golden armor behind her, but looking like a little kid following their much bigger, older sibling onto a sports field, but he's still following. Yeah, I think um, for, for clarity, we should say Moonhammer's probably like, I'm going to say like eight feet tall. So like still big, but not like impossibly big, you know? Um, Is it and- like that meme of like, Joaquin Phoenix Joker dancing on the stairs and like little Photoshop like squat. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Mini Joker dancing beside him kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, she, exactly. She's got like two feet on him. So it's like watching a 13-year-old lead their nine-year-old sibling onto a soccer field. <laughs> yeah, and Buddy Hops just looks like a boot. <laughs> too small for anything. Um, and uh with with that, uh the the three of you charge. Uh Juniper. Um you uh, have been um, looking at maps uh, for quite some time. Uh, and as someone who spent a lot of time in the wild, it's interesting to kind of have to conceive of the world in, in this way. Um, but um, hell, uh, the administratum as it is, is, seems to be known, the, the administrative ring of hell hmm. uh, has changed quite drastically, um, even just in the uh, the time since your companions were were previously here. Um, it would seem that uh, the one of many faces, who you know has a contract with Quinny, uh, has seized control of this ring of hell and has become its god, uh, supplanting Moonhammer, Butthole's beloved deity, uh, as uh, as the, the god ruler. Uh, but as uh, the helpful goblin intake uh, receptionist uh, Farthole Farch told you, mm-hmm. um, there's a resistance. Uh, well, the many people appear to be uh, in, in service of the one of many faces. Uh, there, there is a, a resistance uh, led by none other uh, than Bucky, uh, but the Bucky who didn't rip out your heart and kill you. Uh, oh. like, like your Bucky. Uh, that's unless nice. Unless it's the same Bucky, you still haven't quite figured that out, but... For now, that's your working hypothesis. Okay, it's less nice, but okay. Um, the problem is uh, you have yet to meet with anyone from the resistance. You found your way to um, what is clearly a resistance uh, cell, like office. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like a, a broom closet um, that uh, that has these maps up. And you, you can definitely see there's like signs that people have have been, been doing things here. Uh, but there's no one here. In fact, you haven't seen anyone since uh farthole uh now granted you haven't really left the administrative building yet um but from the maps uh you can see that uh whatever used to kind of exist as as buildings and offices have been uh essentially uh abandoned um replaced by massive filing cabinet towers uh that seem to be the seat of uh of manny's empire um here in hell uh, beyond that, you don't have a lot of information, and frankly, you're starting to get pretty bored. You hated that fucking scroll, but at least the scroll kind of told you where to go and what to do. Yeah. Um, so you've taken a look at some of the maps. Uh, you've seen the way the hellscape has changed, um, but you've also had a little bit of time to reflect on, uh, you know, dying. Uh, where do you think Juniper is at right now? Um, how long have I been here? Time is real hard to understand down here. Um, does it feel like a long time? <laughs> it does, but in the way that sitting in a room for with nothing to do feels like a long time. Re- like in terms of game time, your death happened right kind of like during the climax of the Freaky Friday arc. Um, yeah. And 
Red Dumb Redemption has been happening concurrently with everything else that's been going on. So, yeah, it's recent enough, but also, like, you don't sleep down here. So right. it just kind of is what it is. It hasn't been, like, a month, though. We're like, oh, we don't know. Okay. You don't know. You're literally, like, if okay, you can imagine the most unsettled you've ever been in a waiting room, it's like you're in a windowless room with no clocks. And you've been there um, for a long time. I think... I think there would be surprise mm -hmm. um, because, I mean, even knowing that there are, like, other dimensions, I don't know that, like, I don't know that Juniper thought her quest could continue if mm. she died. Mm -hmm. I think that was like to her, I'm like, okay, whatever happens after, there's still like finite, I can't do anything more. So I think this is like, I think she would like still be like hopeful. Honestly, this is like, oh shit, okay, I know I died. And yet uh, there's still shit going on. Right. So let's get out there and see what the hell I can do. Okay, I dig that. Um so I think with that attitude, then particularly like the, the, it's not even as much boredom as it is just kind of like, I've resolved myself to this. I would like to get on with it world. Yeah. Um, and um, as you're, you're thinking this, um, you hear hurried uh, uh, footsteps um, kind of uh, starting to rush, uh, rush down the hall. Um, and, um, you, uh, you just hear a sort of an, an unfamiliar voice, uh, just say like, oh, I, I hope she's still here. I hope it's not too late. Oh, King Mudbutt will be so mad if I didn't get word to her soon enough. Um, and as, uh, you hear kind of the sound of these, these footsteps echoing down the hall, uh, you immediately, uh, move to the door. Now, do you think you'd move to like a, I need to ambush whoever this is kind of way, or would you stand by? What, what do you think Juniper's reaction would be? Do do I have like any of my equipment, or am I just kind of in like? I'm gonna say you you look uh you look like you you previously did. You're wearing yeah. your armor. Um, okay. But um, you're not really sure how physics works down here, so you don't have a sword right now. Um, you might be able to resummon it at some okay. point, but right now you you are wearing what you'd be wearing, but uh, you're also not sure how much uh, protection it will offer you. Okay, then I think I'm going to assume a defensive stance uh, out just beside the door, kind of like standing beside it, ready to ready to clock someone if they look uh, aggressive. Great. Uh, all right, so um, you hear the footsteps. Um, you kind of raise your fists, um, and uh, there's some kind of mist that seems to be getting uh, kind of in your eyes uh, that's kind of frustrating. So you kind of like look around the room because you haven't really seen anything like that. Uh, and you realize mm -hmm. the mist is you uh, as your, your fists uh, begin to disintegrate um, in front of you. And as uh, you kind of look down at your hands, Marty McFly style, uh, the door swings open uh, and passes through you, uh, uh, dispersing the rest of you um, with a, a loud thud. And you just hear someone say, Juniper, and you're gone. Uh, you blink your eyes open and you find yourself in um, a room just surrounded like full Charlie Day conspiracy maps. 
just red lines everywhere, um, just papers everywhere. Um, there's a, a, a large uh, overstuffed red sofa. Um, and uh, there's kind of like a big table that it looks like someone has hurriedly tried to clean up, but still kind of looks like, like there's magazines everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you just hear, oh, shit, shit. And as you turn, uh, you see a guy just like sprinting for uh, a chair and he just throws himself into it and quickly spins around. And then he just slowly turns back around, slightly out of breath and a little bit flustered um, and just says, well, 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 if it isn't, I'm sorry, you, you caught me doing that, didn't you? Um, yes, yes. I yes. saw yes with the Shit. hurrying and the spinning I'm... and the trying. What? Mm. <laughs> What's going on? Just, yes. I, who? Okay. Don't, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've had a rough time. I'm Juniper. I'm pretty sure. Still. Oh, uh, and yes. I like look at my hands to see like are they solid? Again? Yeah, uh, and he he just kind of um, grins broadly, um, and you can actually see he has two rows of teeth, which is a little alarming. Huh. Um, but uh, he is a um, uh, think like a um, uh, like a bit like an Anthony Stewart head, circa Giles type. Yeah. Um, so just kind of like well put together in a vaguely librarian way. Um, his beard comes to um, uh, a couple of points. He has pointed ears. <laughs> um, his uh, his skin is is gray. Um, and uh, as I said, double, double row of teeth. Um, his nose looks vaguely humanoid. Uh, it does have, um, it is slitted at the bottom, um, but generally in, in a sort of a vaguely humanoid way. Um, and yeah, just wearing like a, a classic Giles beige suit. Um, so just like well put together, but a little bit rumpled and clearly, uh, is a little bit out of sorts. Um, and he just says, uh, yes, uh, you, you are indeed Juniper. Uh, that's why you're here. Uh, it is a, a pleasure, uh, to meet you. My name is, uh, Rhetoric, uh, Rhetoric Khan. Um, but, uh, Rhett, Rhett? my friends, um, please. Rhetoric? Please. Yeah. Yes. Rhetoric. Oh, that's not promising. All right. Sorry. Oh, not like Continue. rhetoric, like rhetoric. Retric, oh, please call okay. me Rhett. Rhett is fine. Okay, Rhett, Rhett that's, my friends, okay. I hope we'll, we'll be friends. Uh, and in speaking of friends, um, you can come out now. Sorry, I, I tried to do a dramatic reveal. It's kind of my thing, but it didn't quite work. Um, and uh, Juniper, you hear a door open, um, just like under the, like all the papers and and like the the red cords kind of like stretch out as the door opens. And uh, you're kind of uh, shocked and taken aback uh, to see yourself wheel into the room. Um, but, uh, yourself as Moss, um, Moss, Old West Moss, uh, you roll into the room and see a woman standing looking very confused at you. Uh, but this seems to be the person that Rhett insisted, uh, you had to meet. So mm -hmm. Laura, <laughs> congratulations. You just met yourself. And he looks to the two of you and goes, <laughs> Yeah, so this is kind of what I need to talk to you about. Um, and then he holds up two fingers, and then very slowly he puts one down and kind of shrugs and says, I'm afraid there can be only one. Uh, meanwhile, uh. Uh, Moonhammer and Butthole, <laughs> you, got, you got a Hydra problem, and the only solution is more hammer. 
so um, we're going to skip initiative because this is going to be a surprise round. Uh, Alyssa, I know it's been a while since you played D&D. We're very excited to have you back. Welcome back, by the way, uh, now that we're through our dramatic uh, cold open. Um, the, uh, the way combat tends to work uh, in this game is uh, we roll for something called initiative. And initiative is just our way of figuring out who goes first. Um, Generally speaking, the way I like to think of the rules in Dungeons & Dragons is they're just really there to stop playground fights from like, well, my laser goes through your laser-proof shield. Okay, but like my skin is laser-proof too. It's like, okay, well, but I, my gun shoots drills now. Um, the dice are just there to stop us from having that conversation because it's like, oh, well, no, it turns out I'm not laser-proof, I died. Um, so we'll basically look to the rules anytime we need uh, uh, judgment or arbitration of some sort about trying to do something. Uh, but the good news is uh, the story moves ahead regardless uh, of what happens. So uh, we're not going to worry about initiative just yet. We'll get to that soon. Uh, instead, let's get to the fun part where you smack things with your hammers. Um, so uh, in this iteration of Moonhammer, uh, you are a barbarian. You've been at this a long time. Uh, so you are very, very good at hitting things with your hammer hands. Uh, that is, in fact, what you are absolutely best at. Uh, you're also good at surviving things, uh, getting hit by stuff, uh, staying alive in cold temperatures, all that sort of shit. Uh, you, you're just a, a tough, rough-and-tumble badass who is, is good at kicking ass and taking names. Um, and your special power that you should be aware of, just so you can decide when, when you want to use it, uh, is you can fly into a rage. And what that rage will do is it'll make you harder to hurt um, it will allow you to do more damage. Um, and also as a sort of secondary power you can choose to take or not, you can throw caution to the wind to make yourself easier to hit in order to get more punchy. So as you're fighting things, if you're like, fuck this guy, I want him to die, just let me know and I'll tell you what weird things you can add. But in the meantime, you're leaping through the air. Uh, you have a, a four-headed hydra rushing at you. Uh, you've got your hammers ready to go, but Halla beckons. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me an attack roll? So what I'm going to ask you to do is roll uh, d20, which is a 20-sided dice. Uh, so I need uh, two of those. Or well, we'll roll them each individually. Um, so roll one, and then you're going to add nine for your attack bonus. So that speaks to how strong you are as well as how good you are at hitting things with your hammer hands. Oh, so I got a one. Oh, no! <laughs> Uh, okay, so one is a critical failure, uh, which is a bummer. So we'll return to that in a second. Uh, go ahead and roll your second attack as well, please. Four. All right, all right. So, uh, you know, maybe it was less a I let them kill me and more a roll the one in a four got killed kind of scenario. Uh, that is totally fine. Um, you leap through the air um, with, with your hammers aloft. Um but damned if you still, it's the same problem you had last time when you were in a fleshy body. And the good news is you're still in a god body, but you're not a god anymore. And, you know, just the the, the sweeping winds of gas you would normally uh, fly into things with, you just can't quite summon. So um, you leap dramatically, arms in the air, slow motion, Zack Snyder movie style, and you miss entirely. You don't even make it to the Hydra. Uh, you just, like, <laughs> collapse into the ground. Uh, it's awkward. You do that thing that uh, T-1000 does in Terminator where he like rolls in his hands, ting along the ground. Your hammer's just fucking kicking up red sand. Um, and uh, you you come to a frustrated stop. Um, butthole, uh, you see uh, the moon fall from the sky, uh, plummet into the ground. Um, Moonhammer, uh, uh, bunny hops is like at your side immediately with like a little like ratty ratty uh cloth that he carries in his front pocket 
Uh, all right, so you wipe your face uh, dramatically, uh, as I see on the camera here. <laughs> Throw it back to him, um, and uh, what uh, what do you do you say to inspire Butthole, who is is looking on? This is why I need your help. <laughs> this might be the best day of Butthole's on life. <laughs> yeah, Butthole's like, well, you know what they call for in times of emergencies. Hot snakes, uh, and he just starts. Um, and then basically, underneath the hydra, uh, a butthole opens in the ground, uh, to a 10 feet diameter circle full of fire. Uh, and then what look like giant turds just float out of the ground up to 40 feet out of like lava and rock. And you just hear farting sounds and a voice going hot, 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 hot. Uh, and it, it, it hits the hydra. So, Tom, uh, I need I'm casting that at level six. So I need Ooh. a dex save. Wait, what is it that I need for this? A dex save. Uh, DC 17. Well, if there's one thing giant lumbering beasts are good at, it's dodging out of the way of things that <laughs> open up beneath them. Uh, yay. Yeah, I rolled a, a straight nine and I get plus zero. So uh, let's just say I get into the way. Cool. <laughs> I, I lied. I'm going to cast it at level five. I'm not used to the spell sheet. And level five and six are identical. So I want to save that six slot for later. <laughs> well, hang on. Let me re -roll. No, it doesn't matter. I, I take I take pain. Cool. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Oh, they're not identical. I'm going level six, baby. Let's go for the big time. All right. So that does. Do, do you need a minute? Should we like. No, I Dude, I haven't played this character in two I and a know, half years. I know, I'm yes, just taking the all the minutes. Uh, no, so I do um, 16 fire damage. Whew. And I got to track this second number separately. Uh, and 20 radiant damage for nice. a total of 36 damage. Oh, no. From the hottest snakes oh, in hell. Oh, man. Ferdinand the Righteous did did not sign up for this. He signed up to, like, <laughs> um, nom, uh, you know, a fallen goddess, not this bullshit. Man, that is a fuck ton of damage. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, level six, goes... baby. I only got one. <laughs> Honestly, man, well spent. Uh, also, <laughs> just goes to show uh, the power of positive reinforcement. <laughs> Moonhammer tells you you got value and damned if you don't believe it. Um, amazing. <laughs> So what I'm going to get from both of you now is an initiative roll. So this was kind of our our, our first like surprise round. Um, Butthole, you you help Moonhammer to her feet. You like put out a hand. She like puts a hammer in the hand. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just I, I must say just it, like from a mental standpoint, there's nothing I love more than just imagining Moonhammer doing all this shit with hammers. <laughs> um, and uh, also, uh, Alyssa, for the record, I'm going to narrate around everything, but please feel free to jump in whenever with whatever. Uh, if there's a cooler way you want to do it or a dumber way you want to do it, just like fucking start talking and I'll just shut up. Um, yeah, I think as Bunhole pulls her up, it's doing that like Michael Bay pan around. And in the background, it's just lava turds burning a Hydra as he pulls her up. And the Hydra's doing like the full like transformer spin in the air. Yeah. It's just getting hit by hot snakes. And yeah, sparks are coming out of the Hydra for some reason. But he like <laughs> leans down coolly to do that like I'm going to help someone up thing. And then as Moonhammer starts to pull up, Moonhammer's too heavy. So in slow-mo, you just see like Butthole grit his teeth and get yanked forward. So it <laughs> circles around and she looks cool and he's clearly the comedy sidekick. One could say a Martin Lawrence to her Will Smith if we were to look at action movie comparisons. Uh, and then 
Butthole turned as though he's going to go back to back with his hammer in his hands and just assumes she's going to do it, but he's secretly praying it'll happen. Moonhammer, what do you do? What did you just say? He stepped next to you and he's trying to do the like back to back buddy cop thing with his weapon in hand. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, So am I almost back to back with you? You're standing up. It's up to you what you do now. (laughs) Buttle's trying to do a cool kid pose. You can just hang him out to dry. You can get in there. It's completely up to you. (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to, where the fuck is Bunny Hops? Uh, Buddy Hops is just like at your at your left. Okay, foot. I'm grabbing his towel again. And I'm just gonna clean off my my hammers here. Okay, so it's just like a, a double hammer hammer rub. Yeah, yeah, I gotta <laughs> clean them off. Yeah, that's good. You gotta gotta keep those hammers clean. And I'll, I'm gonna toss the uh, sweaty, gross rag back on Bunny Hops's head. It kind of oh like flops. Moon Hammer's hammer sweat. That's so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Oh, and gross. yeah. Oh, they're porous hammers. <laughs> it just like flops over Bunny Hops's uh, skull head and like extinguishes his ears for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so he like rapidly pulls it off and stuffs it in uh, his uh, breast pocket or whatever, like, because it's his. Uh, yeah. You know, pocket square. Like pocket square action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Amazing. Um, and uh, he just mutters, so fucking cool. Uh, <laughs> as he like spits out hammer sweat, which just truly fun. Oh, God. Even in a skull bag. Metallic. Mouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing. So um, you guys go back to back. Uh, the Hydra finishes its sparking spin, um, hits the ground, kind of, uh, you know, shakes the, the Disney Prince outfits all like torched now. Uh, now it actually legitimately looks metal as hell. Um, and then I'm going to have you roll initiative. So on your sheet there, there will be a number that says initiative. So if you could roll a D20 and add uh, that number, please. I got a 15, Tom. All right, 15 for butthole. And I've got... Uh, 11 for me. 11 for Moonhammer. <laughs> That's always so fun saying that. <laughs> I've missed you, Moonhammer. Uh, and the Hydra. Okay, great. Um, so, uh, the Hydra kind of takes like a, a, a battle stance, um, and roars, but also you can see its heads like darting back and forth in a vaguely confused manner between like, it was also expecting a back-to-back buddy cop moment. And so it's like, wait a minute, is this a tactic? Like, I don't really know. Uh, and, uh, Butthole, you've seen that confusion before, you know, that you will be going first, when we cut back to you, but first, um, Quinny, um, you and Reginald, uh, and uh, Vex fall from the sky. Um, you see, uh, Vex just fully, uh, nightcrawler bamf, uh, halfway through the air, um, and just kind of uh, appear on the ground, um, grin up at you, and then roll under a sheaf of paper, um, just kind of getting ready for, for, assistance uh for you quinny having someone who is very clearly setting you up for backstab is like muy bueno um mm-hmm. you uh you kind of uh follow uh reginald and, and Sunsythe down also you weren't aware there was a talking weapon on your body the whole time you were reginald so that's a little concerning um but uh you hit the ground um you're a few meters away from the thresher they haven't noticed you guys because they are busy shredding and boy, do they love shredding. Um, Reginald, you hit the ground next to um, Quinny. 
uh, Sun Scythe uh, in your head is just like, no, 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 Moonhammer can't be dead. No, that's that's crazy. She's too strong for that. She's got to be here somewhere. Or like, I don't know, is there a hell for gods? Like if a god gets killed and they've been kind of an asshole, like do they go to hell? Because if, if so, like we should check there. Okay, well, we'll we'll look into that. I'm feeling pretty confident about it. But first I need to figure out who I need to murder. Queen yeah. Reginald. Reginald. Reginald, yes. where the fuck what have you guys was, been? Was that piss? I, I don't know. The weapon did it. You've been, you can talk to the weapon? The weapon does things? Well, I mean, the weapon can talk. I'm just answering. Ask the weapon if I just got pissed on. Okay, awkward question. Uh, did you just piss on Quinny? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Uh, uh, you know, um, my golden shower ability is both <laughs> incredibly potent, as you saw in your battle against the vampire. Um, but, uh, also, you know, occasionally just get a little like rage, you know, a little rage pee from time to time when, when things happen, you know, it just, you must understand, uh, my sister and I are, are the twin gods, uh, she of, of the moon, me of the sun, her of the flatulence, me of the streams. And together I mean we, we create a, a cycle, a system necessary for all life. And I guess you could say I was just really pissed off but is she the god of poo no there's another guy uh we've hung out with him a couple of times we just honestly we kind of decided we didn't like him see that makes sense to me it, it, the combination doesn't really add up but then when i hear there's a guy and remember quinny is only hearing my yeah. half of this conversation his name is, is shit wrench uh we don't like him oh shit <laughs> don't care much for him so Quinny talked with the weapon and it wasn't P. Good, good, yeah, good, good cover, good cover. Uh wanna roll Quinny... an inside check there, bud? Or <laughs> yeah. We'll do it opposite <laughs> of deception? Yep. Insight. Where's insight? That's a 21. Oh, that's an eleven plus zero. Thank God, Quinny. You're, you, no, no golden shot. Not one of my strengths. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, good then. Good. Quinny says, <laughs> soaked in piss. <laughs> so, Quinny, do we... I've never had to do admission in hell before. Do we just, like, kill everyone? Can we kill people? Do we get them to team up against Manny? Like, I'm recovering as a coward, so I'm ready to do brave things, but I don't know what to actually do. That's that's a good question. Uh, Tom, what do I know about killing in hell? Uh, well, you were hitman of hell for yeah, some time. It seems pretty okay, I think. Um, so what you would know, Quinny, is uh, you wouldn't know about the god hell uh, no. because you never killed a god. Um, but uh, as you understand it, uh, if things die down here, uh, like this is this is the last stop on the trip. Um, so if if you die in hell, uh, you blink out. Like that's that's it for you. You just cease to exist on on any plane in any way, shape, or form. Um, so you didn't put too much thought into that when you were doing it because you were killing like demons and devils and fiends and like. I think I was also more enthralled than you absolutely I were. Yeah, 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 for sure. 
but also, I mean, for for Quinny's kind of twisted uh, moral set, like none of these, you, you weren't just like killing random civilians or anything. Um, yeah. So yeah, you would know that uh, a death here just means you blink out. That's it. Um, but in terms of the people who are trapped here, like. I don't know that you you may have learned this later, but like you were destined for endless paperwork at uh, uh, Devil DeVito's right. um, place. So it would seem that like these shredders are probably damned souls rather than demons, but you're also not sure. You can't see under their shredder masks. Yeah. Uh, so I would say uh, to Reginald, um, look, if you die up there, you come down here. If you die down here, you just got nowhere else to go so it's kind of like that's it you're just not oh god why didn't we bring manny up there this is so stupid i don't want to fucking die well no this is good if we brought him up there he'd just come back down here we don't like him down here obviously he killed moonhammer we kill him down here he's gone okay, forever so this, is, this is like a high risk high reward scenario is what you're telling me basically yeah okay but i, I need you know to that until that I... two seconds ago but yeah <laughs> i mean i I need you to promise me that I won't die. Uh, no. <laughs> and look, look, this is like a, a personal growth thing. I, I would have been really easy to say yes and not actually be able to back it up. But no, I can't promise that. You're going to have to be brave and we're both going to have to be careful. Reginald's going to offer him a fist bump and be like, exactly. See, we're both a little bit cowardly now. This is good. This honesty is good. I might betray you if things get really bad. I'm really going to try not to, though. Hey, I might stab you in the back. It's like one of the things I'm extremely good at. And I like dab the, the knuckles. Uh, <laughs> uh, and as you do, like as the fists touch, um, the Michael Bay cam uh, just like slow-mo spins past you. And as it does, um, you're illuminated by the brilliance of uh, the, the eruption of the thresher behind you uh, as it explodes into red gold flame. Uh, and just as the fists touch, just like full explosion neither of you are looking at first and it looks like you're doing a cool guys don't look at explosions thing and then it's just like midway through both of your expressions turn to horror and shock as you kind of like start to turn towards it and then are tossed through the air by the uh the shock wave um and uh as you you kind of hit the deck uh vex just goes oh sorry sorry that was danger close uh look out and quinny like as the air comes back into his lungs after being like winted and blown backwards, is like <laughs> run. <laughs> he like uh, gets up to his feet and starts scrambling for cover. I'm assuming that other thresher is, uh, or any and all other threshers are now on like oh high yes. alert. They yeah. are. They are all think, like yeah. turning in the like over the fields of shredded paper. They're all kind of like turning towards you and rumbling your way. Yeah, Reginald okay. has never been more thrilled to follow an order. No order has ever <laughs> made this much sense, and he will just take off at a sprint after Quinny. Um, amazing. Uh, and with that, the two of you uh, die for cover into the paper. Uh, Juniper. Um, you, uh, Rhett is, uh, kind of looking back and forth, uh, between you and Moss. Um, Moss has no, no recollect or no, no kind of understanding of, of exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think you would try and explain it to her or are you just gonna let this ride? I will also say for the purposes of this, um, I will be controlling Moss. 
Oh, okay. So you don't have to do the mental gymnastics that I was alluding to I will earlier. also say, because no one else has said it, and I've been thinking it the whole time, the fact that you have a character that combines the name retcon and recon into this guy is majestic. Let's just continue. Thanks, pal. Um, <laughs> While he deals with the two moss okay. problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think Juniper just turns to Rhett and says, I, I mean, you, you say that, and yet there are two. This, so so I'm sorry, but I think you're mistaken. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Juniper's like, <laughs> yeah, not really and, not sure. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I can understand. Uh, I, I, look, I can understand why you, you would think that. Um, but uh, as you can see, and he like stands up very proudly and like scurries over to one of the maps. Um, and he says... Uh, so uh, this is this is you in in your uh, I believe you refer to it as dumb Faerun, uh, or at least the hosts do. I don't know if you do, uh, dumb Faerun, uh here, um, and uh, you. And he, he points to Moss and he says, "You are uh, from uh, what uh, the hosts refer to as uh, uh, Old West uh, Faerun over here." Uh, you see, and unfortunately, um, this hell. Uh, the administratum. Well, it belongs to Dumb Faerun, not to to Old West Faerun. Um, and he uh, he pulls a pin out of the wall and actually takes Dumb Faerun or um, Old West Faerun down. He says, "You see, the problem is uh, your hell is is no longer anywhere. Uh, it's gone along with your world." And in his hand, it it turns to ash. And and Junior says. No, 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 no. Things are colliding. Things are colliding. <laughs> Things are merging. This can be both now. This can be both now. No one, no one needs to go anywhere. And, and kinda... this, I'm, I'm certain of. Hmm. Uh, Juniper, I, I understand um, from from some of the uh, observations we've made of you that uh, you're attempting to stop the Great Collide. Is that is that fair? Stop. Prepare the world for. I mean. Uh, it's a it's a little it's i mean it wasn't totally clear i'd kind of landed on stopped but now it seems to be happening um and moss old west moss is just kind of like nodding her head uh laura where do you think she'd be at i'm not gonna make you have conversations with yourself but i will check in with you so i'm not prescribing character old west moss would be um <laughs> i think she's kind of like I like how this juniper thinks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. This all sounds right. Yep. <laughs> um, and Rhett just kind of smiles uh, his double-toothed grin and says, yes, of course you do. Um, well, you see, Juniper, um, perhaps this was not clear. When, as the worlds fold down into each other, uh, well, uh, as I said, the two, and then they, they hit, they collide, and then... One if you're lucky or none uh, if you're not. And the same is true of their heavens and hells. Uh, Old West is gone permanently. It is erased from all existence. Uh, and as a result, we have a, a bit of a problem here, you see, um, because you are dead and in hell. And Moss mm. uh, yes. here is also in hell. And you see, that creates a bit of a paradox down here and well i'm the host who deals with that 
So. Okay, but how is that a paradox? Because like we're both right here and nothing seems to be going wrong. Um, he uh, kind of nods at you and he says, mm-hmm. uh, nothing is going wrong here because I pulled you out of there. You cannot stay here. This is for people like me, not people like you. Hosts live in oh, these Excuse spaces. me. Oh, I'm sorry, mortal soul. Have I offended you? Look, we are far beyond your plane of existence, and we have much more important duties than, than to babysit uh, for mortals. Look, I'm trying to do you a solid here. I could have just winked you both out of existence, saved myself a ton of work. Instead, I'm offering you uh, a chance, both of you, a chance. The Great Collide is destroying everything in its path, and we're losing variations. And I love variations. I just don't love when the variations contradict the rules of the universe. You know, it's kind of a thing for me. It's kind of my deal. So here's the offer. Uh, either I can let you both rest and just blink you both out of existence, or where there are currently two, there needs to become one. So what's it going to be? Well, I'm not killing her. Uh, an old West Moss. It's like, what, like fat, like fat to the death? Is that what you're talking about? Oh no, I, I please, such games are beneath me. I. You was said just there going, can be only one. Uh, That's well, yes. what people say before they're like now fat to the death. Oh, is that how they're doing it these days in the yeah, Highlands? It's it's pretty classic. Oh well. <laughs> You'll have to excuse me. I'm a little bit out of touch. What with being an ethereal being above the concerns of mere mortals. Uh, that's good to know. Thank you. I'll be sure to update my my pop culture references. Uh, well, so, so you you don't seem to desire to uh, kill one another or to blink out of existence. Uh, then uh, I guess I have your answer. Wonderful. I should what? warn you. Um, a, you both need to uh, agree that this is your course of action. And B, this is going to hurt like a bitch. So uh, what do you say? Shake what's, on it? What's the course of action? I am I still don't know what you're talking about. There are two of you, and there needs to be one. Moss here doesn't have a juniper. Juniper, you do have a moss, but not one from the Old West. So it should really be a net gain for both of you. There's more than enough room in your body for both, isn't there? Wait, whose body? What? <laughs> um, he shakes his head and like a glass of tea, like a, a mug of tea appears in his hand. He goes, I'm going to get out a chart. Uh, <laughs> 20 minutes later, uh, Juniper, it is clear to you and to Old West Moss that you are both one and the same from different dimensions. Um, unfortunately, both of you existing in this hell will literally tear it apart and uh, cause the destruction of dumb Faerun and this spring of hell, unless uh, only one of you leaves. And so the offer uh, at your feet is to merge with Old West Moss, uh, become one being made of two worlds, uh, and, and thus strike out to attempt to stop the collide both here and elsewhere, or to just cease to exist. Which would you Yeah, like they're, they're, they're both going to choose the first option. Of course, of course. Of course. I don't know. You've made new characters before. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Juniper, um, you reach out your hand. Uh, Moss, you reach out your hand. Moss spits on her hand. Thank you. I was hoping and then, she would. And then reaches out. Uh, Juniper, do you do the same? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, once Juniper's like already reached out her hand and sees Moss spit and she's like, oh, <laughs> and then just spits on it and puts it back. Yeah. Um, and uh, he says, ah, oh, I love it when a good plan comes together. And then he grabs both of your heads and smashes them together and you explode. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J A H. ZZAR, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Fire Unfriendly, Logan, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Congratulations. You've reached the Amelia Project. A new life awaits. If you're not serious about this, hang up. If you continue, there's no way back. Leave your message after the beep. Enter the offices of the Amelia Project and be ready for surprises, twists and turns. Follow the Amelia team as they help their clients fake their deaths and come back with new identities. Each episode is different. Each client coming to the death faking agency has a unique story to tell. If death and disappearances, comedy and crime, mystery and magic sounds like your cup of cocoa, The Amelia Project is the podcast for you. Search for The Amelia Project wherever you find your podcasts. And remember... Leave your message after the beep.